This episode is brought to you by Tushy, Woo, First Republic Bank, and StoryWorth. Thank you for making our show a possibility. Welcome to If These Ovaries <laughs> Could Talk. I'm Jamie. I'm Robin. And we're your hosts. Let me sure. How do I get the sperm through custom? I am a lesbian. So gay. So gay. We need to tell our story. It's not your nuclear family anymore. It's not just your mom and dad. Thing. We're not ruining these little humans. It's not for the gay reason. Just because <laughs> we stay. Folks, we only have one more episode left this season. Oh. And then we go on hiatus for That six makes weeks. me sad. No. It makes me sad. I know. You're so excited and I'm sad because... Listen, we both love doing this very much, but Robin always wants a break. I'm just well, I'm, I, I'm working on a book proposal, and I can't seem to get it done, so I need some so time. she needs the extra time, and I just time. want the extra time to watch this new show I just learned about. That's what, what? I want time what for. What show, Jamie? So my, my good friend, Effie, she's my mom friend. She's my gym buddy now. We call ourselves the hashtag old lady crew at the gym. We're a lot of fun <laughs> okay. at the gym. Um, she just told me, and she's not even gay. She told me about this show that is like housewives, but it's all lesbian women. Oh, Nobody ooh. knows. I I know. It's called. Get this. It's called Tampa Bay. B A E. Oh no. Oh, no. Like oh, that's no. my bay. Tampa <laughs> yeah, I Bay. It. I got it. I, got I listen. It. <laughs> we all know. I like myself some reality TV. Yeah. I like to zone out, not care about what I'm watching. And this sounds so fun. I can't wait to watch this, it. I was this hoping. This is not my jam, Jamie. This is not I, my jam. But I support <laughs> your right to watch it. And I am happy it exists. But I don't ever want to watch it. I will give you the rundown. The run by run. You know, you know, Jamie, you don't have to do that. That's okay. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, she just told me about it this morning at the gym. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I hope I get it. I, can, oh I hope God. I get a break in my day from work that I can just sit, sit down and watch it. Maybe I can watch it while I eat lunch. I don't know, because I'm working from home. So why not? <laughs> Lord I can't me, wait Jamie. to watch this silly show. Anyway, uh, all right. Jamie, okay. you know what I can't wait to do? What's I can't that? wait for uh, Christmas to be over because the holiday season is pushing fast, earlier and earlier, and it's turning me into like Scrooge. Kids wanted to put the tree up in like mid-November, and I was like, no. Meanwhile, we got our tree <laughs> before December. <laughs> the The holiday music was playing like two weeks into November oh. in my house. I, I can't do it. I will play Mariah Carey Christmas album on repeat for Ours weeks. is the Whitney Houston uh, oh, Christmas okay. album. That's ours. Oh, that one is so good. I like a good mix. I just tell Alexa to play Christmas music. That's what I do. I do want to say there is one holiday season thing that I am on board with, and that's that? holiday shopping and getting a great gift for your parents and loved ones, Jamie, about <laughs> understanding your path to parenthood. And that's our book. Jamie. That's it. That's one it's I could get. It's a great holiday gift. I'm behind that, that. Listen, I'm not even lying here when I say that I think that is one of the best holiday gifts you can give, especially to your parents who might not understand yeah. how you do this. Like you just said that, but I'm reiterating what you, you're, you're saying. You're saying it again for emphasis. I am. Because I really do think like there should be like 10 books like this that you could just dole out. But no, just ours, Unfortunately, there's don't, only don't, one don't, and don't it's Don't make ours. any competition. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Listen, there's if, one. If these ovaries could talk, the things we've learned about making an LGBTQ family, it's available at Amazon, all major retailers. You can check IndieBound if you want to get it locally. And if you are an audiobook person like myself, you can get that also on uh, Audible or iTunes. Yeah. So, you know, Jamie, and if you're in the giving mood while you're doing it, mm-hmm. give us give us a rating and a review on, on, on Goodreads and Amazon. 
Come on. It is the season of giving, and yeah. we like a good review. Not gonna lie. A good one, not a bad one. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't give about us a bad one. If you, feel, <laughs> if you feel bad about the book, then just put it down and go do something else. Moving on. Um, <laughs> listen, do you want to help us get this content out to more and more folks just like you? Mm-hmm. If you do, you can help us out by joining our Patreon community, mm-hmm. and that's going to help us get this content out. Am I right, Robin? You're, or am yeah, I wrong? you're gonna you're gonna do a good thing. You're gonna get bonus content, and at the gestational carrier level, if we could talk you into that, you're gonna get videos and interviews of most episodes, and they're dropped a day early without ads. That's that what? bonus. Yeah, what? I know, I know. So you're gonna want to go head to Patreon.com. Slash ovaries talk to join. So go ahead and do that if you're in the mood. <laughs> okay, Helen. All right, we're, we're I know. moving to the interview. Oh, Helen. She just won't stop that, Helen. Oh my God. We just got an email that somebody named their drive. <laughs> what is it? Their auto driving system? GPS system in their car. Not GPS. It was the thing that tells you if you're about to crash or, or like a oh, car's too close. Yeah, whatever. They that named is. it Helen. Because she's really, apparently she's really testy Ordering. and doesn't do, and doesn't and do does what they want. She does a horrible job. They need her <laughs> I love that. Anywho, all right. Emily and Sarah. They are listeners. Woo! This story has so much. Um, they're flying fresh sperm around the Arctic. We learned new things in this. I can't oh, so many believe things. we continue to learn new things. I know. It's so about complex. About this process. I know. You'd think we heard it all. There's quadruplets. It's a lot. Oh my god! Families getting involved, like let's just, fam- let's just, just. I want to be in their family. I love Helen, them. roll the tape. Hi, Emily and Sarah. Hi, How guys. Are you guys, good, good. Yeah. Raining here, but oh, yeah, you know, I'm sorry for the rain. It's okay. I had a lot of appointments this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because because I'm 36 weeks pregnant. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. You know what? I'm looking at you through the Zoom. I can't even tell you're pregnant. I know. I I have a very small bump situation, mm-hmm. which is well, fine with nice. me. Nice. What's so funny is like we booked you four weeks from having a baby. I mean, that's like <laughs> ridiculous and amazing. Well, I, all at I the think same time. we booked ourselves because it was the like the first date that worked <laughs> for yeah. Sarah's schedule because she's very busy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thought I hope we don't have a baby before we. <laughs> <laughs> We're really glad you guys can make it work. We're really glad oh, to have really you happy with to be us. Here. Yeah, we are. So where are you zooming in from? Tell everybody at home. We are zooming in from Atlantic Canada. Yep. So okay. the east coast of Canada. Of Canada. Let's get into this elevator pitch. We need to know who you are. We sure. need to let our listeners know who you are, and you know. You have 30 seconds to do it, but we won't cut you off because we love you and we think you're fabulous. Right. But you have 30 Already. seconds. You want me to do it? And, and Robin's going to put the beautiful timer up oh just for you. <laughs> On your mark, get set, go. All right. We are Emily and Sarah. We had planned to get married in the fall of 2020 and then to start trying to have a baby. Um, and then COVID happened. So we <laughs> postponed our wedding, moved to the Arctic, and decided let's try to have a baby anyway, which we finally succeeded in. Well, we haven't had the baby yet, but we finally succeeded in making the baby by shipping a uh, fresh sperm from Sarah's brother, who is one of her quadruplet siblings. 
Whoa. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a lot. 34 30? seconds, and then you dropped some bombs right there in the sure end. Did. You sure did. Bit, like, that always catches people's attention. <laughs> one of four babies born at the same time, fresh sperm shipped to the Arctic. You you, you dropped some bombs. <laughs> that might be a record for, for, any, for all lesbians for how far sperm has been shipped. I don't know. It I might know. be. Anybody else I don't know. ship it further? I don't know. From Montreal, know. we ship from, well, we ship from Ottawa to Cali, which is... I don't know, like 2,200 kilometers or something. I don't know what that is in miles. And we also ship. Neither do we. For, like the <laughs> furthest is probably. Montreal, St. John's. Montreal to St. John's, Newfoundland. Yeah. It's got to be the rem- most remote destination ship too. I feel like we need to be calling Guinness. Oh, there were, like, there there's were a lot of something. confused like air cargo people that we talked to at home. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my. Those conversations. I wish you had video of those conversations. Oh, that too. would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's go back a little bit before Rewind. we get into the shipping. Yeah. Um, quadruplets, <laughs> uh, brother donating sperm. Yeah. How yeah. did you get to the, the the brother doing it? All that. Yeah. Well, just a conversation. Yeah, we just day. were like talking about it. I think your sister initially was like teasing us and being like, "You, yeah. you know, you should just get Justin to donate sperm." You know. And I was really that resistant would be perfect. to it. Perfect. And we were like, like oh, "That might be weird. I don't know." Like. But like and I, then Alex donated sperm. Yeah, to a friend of ours. Um, Who's brothers. Alex? Your other brother? My other brother. I have a sister and two brothers. So you have two brothers who've just donated sperm to help families make babies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's also, that might be a Guinness. I don't know. I feel like we need to call the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> a lot We're kind of like two. a giant queer family. Yeah. And really? like my parents are grandparents to this, you know, my other brothers donated sperm baby and he's over here all the time. And um, he's really cute. Yeah. And he's like an uncle, I guess, okay. to this baby. So we saw that that could work. Yeah, so we saw like, yeah, it actually works pretty well when you do it like that. So your other brother donated yeah. to a lesbian couple? No, a single mom. A single mom? Yeah. And and your brother is in their life. And, and as are we. All, like, yeah. All. And the grandparents, and your parents, everybody's in the life. It's, big, yeah. it's a big, 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 happy family. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So you saw that that could work. Yeah. And then you convinced Emily. I didn't need much convincing. No, yeah, I think just once we saw that that worked, we were pretty on board. Plus, like, the pandemic happened, and so access to any kind of fertility services was super limited. And we were in the north, right. which is already, like, super yeah. isolated. Like, we were living in a remote, isolated community with one hospital. Why, why were you there? Why yeah, were I, know. You there? I have to find out. Why were you in the Arctic? And I also need you to answer if the quadruplets were natural, because I'd be thinking about that in terms of a choice of sperm, because you could have 8 million babies also. Right. So there is a genetic component, but it's all, that's only sure. hereditary through like ovaries, through your ability to oh, secrete really? or ovulate. Well, Sarah's a doctor. I'm a doctor. She's I try to, to say this. Do this in a very post call. <laughs> um, um, I love this. I love. I love that. There's a doc. There's an actual way. expert here. So it only happens on the female side. It only happens on the female yeah. side. So like, um, my brother not would not contribute to creating any kind of multiples. Okay. I had no idea because our donor was a twin, mm-hmm. and we were afraid. But I forgot. I totally forgot about that until recently. But we were afraid before, like, oh, my God, no, he was a twin and there was no chance. How yeah. funny is that? But your kids could have a risk of having. So my daughter. Your daughter. Could. If you have a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Well, she says she doesn't right. want babies. Never, ever, ever, ever in her whole entire life. So that. Well, they, that they all say that because they've heard how sex happens and that they'll change their tune <laughs> in college when they're drunk. Um, Emily, your, your stomach is very thankful that there's no chance you're going to have four babies, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. All okay. of your internal organs. There is one baby. I'm not being squished. There's definitely only one baby. I've had many scans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a fear. <laughs> 
Okay, Robin. Mm-hmm. It is time for one of my favorite ads of oh, all time. I know where you're going. Tushy. I know where you're Tushy. going. Are you buying for a lot of family members this holiday season? Uh-huh. Because Hello Tushy Bidets are a great gift for your eco-conscious cousin, your neat freak sister, your farty dad, <laughs> and anyone who poops. We all deserve a better clean while contributing to a healthier planet. Don't we, Robin? Don't we? Listen, I don't know anyone who doesn't love their tushy bidet once they bring it home. I'm it, telling It really you. makes the restroom the best room. That's right. right I said it. Let's tell them why it's so great, Jamie. Come on. Okay. Well, the Hello Tushy Bidet washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. Come yes. on. Yes. And you simply spray and pat dry. It's so easy. It attaches to your existing toilet and installs in less than eight minutes. No electrician or plumber needed. I did it myself. I know you did. And Mm -hmm. it cuts down your TP use by 80%, saving money and paper waste. I mean, who doesn't want to save the planet for our children, Jamie? Come on, guys. What are you waiting for? Give the gift of a clean bum to yourself or your loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash ovaries. And when you get it, tag us and Hello Tushy on social media so we can celebrate your <gasps> oh clean <my> bum. <laughs> yes, yes, we need more bum posts. That's hellotushy.com slash ovaries, and you're going to get 10% off and free shipping. But maybe may- don't send us a picture of your bum, maybe. I don't Please know. Don't. You can. You can. I mean, it's all okay. right. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so how'd you get to the Arctic? We didn't even talk about yeah, your why are we beginnings. In the Arctic? What's I mean, we're, we are all We have over so the much to talk about. Yeah, so I guess from the beginning, like we, we grew up in the same pretty small town. Mm-hmm. So we kind of knew of each other growing mm-hmm. up. Of course, I knew who Sarah was because she's kind of famous, you know? Right, because she's quadruplet. one of the quadruplets. <laughs> yeah. And we sort of ran in similar circles, but Sarah's a few years older than me. So we didn't really like connect until after university mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. have a pair of friends who are sisters and sarah's friends with i mean we're, we're all friends with yeah. everybody but she's close with the older sister and i was close with the younger sister and they had this theater company that they ran together and we were both volunteering one summer building set together and that's mm-hmm. how we happen that's how it always happened <laughs> yeah so my parents moved to Iqaluit, which is the capital of nunavut which is the largest territory or province in Canada, but you've probably never heard of it because it's only got like 37,000 people who live there or something. Very remote Mm -hmm. communities. You cannot drive there. You have to fly. It's all like, you know, like gravel runways um, to get to communities. It's just like the proposal. I love that movie. That's exactly what I was thinking of. You got to fly in (laughs) planes, trains, automobiles. Yeah. That was Alaska, but still. Yeah. (laughs) My parents moved there a few years ago. Sarah had the option of doing part of her residency training there. And I said, no, <laughs> I don't want to go there. But then I went to visit my parents when they were living there. And I, we, I discovered that it's a very nice place. And so then I was having a bit of trouble finding work where we were living in St. John's. And so there was an option for me to go up for some time and do some work up there. And then Sarah switched her residency around so that she could come and join me. So that's how we ended up in the North. (laughs) So you knew really early on, like you were going to get married and and have a baby. Like you were just like, this is our path. We're doing this. We're doing all these things. I think so. Like we talked about that very early on about in terms of like, if we want kids or. But we did long distance for four years before Mm -hmm. because Sarah had med school and I had grad school and both moving around to a lot of different places, doing different things. And 
I, I would say like, if you want to know if your relationship's going to work out, try to try that. <laughs> Definitely. I did. I did long distance too. And that's how I knew yeah. That, yeah. that I needed to be with her. It makes really. you like such a good communicator. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. So you're like, we're having a baby. We're, yeah. we're, we're doing mm-hmm. this thing. And, and all of a sudden the idea of her brother comes up and you're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, we, I remember having a conversation with Justin and our, and another queer couple friends about how we would make babies. And Justin was just sort of like, well, I'm available. We were like, <laughs> noted. And then that As was like, a, like, yeah. two, like, cause Justin's also gay. I think yeah. he'd be fine with us yeah. on the internet. Um, <laughs> Poor Justin. He's all his businesses out here. He's oh, like, what? He's, did, I, did I? He's a very he's open very guy. Open. <laughs> so um, of the four of you, two of you are gay? Three. Or I don't even know. Three do you of- identify as gay? Oh, three. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and what? So, yeah. They're yeah. like the full spectrum, really. Yeah, I know. Because you got Justin's gay. Yeah. You're like. Somewhere. Somewhere on the spectrum. Rena's. Somewhere, Somewhere on the spectrum. spectrum. And Alex is yeah, we straight. didn't ask either of you. I'm sorry. We yeah, didn't ask either sorry. of you how you identify or your pronouns yeah, or any of that. Do you should... want to share that? Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. We're both she, cis women. You, she, okay. her. Yeah. And we uh-huh. identify as queer. Queer. Yeah. Queer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Good to know. So we don't say the wrong thing. Well, he, which we're we not, usually do. We're not offended <laughs> by other terms. We say wrong things all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. How much time between when Justin says, oh, I'm available to when you're like, let's do this. It must have been like two and a half years. Yeah. Because it was Christmas time when, when yeah. our pals were here. And it was earlier than that, even when, when um, Sarah, like when, when your sister, sister yeah. suggested that, like that must have been like the first year we were dating. Um, but at that <laughs> yeah. point we were like, no, that's, that's, that's not it's something like, we're going to do. Like, like Uncle Daddy Justin, like that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, but yeah, probably. And then we changed our minds. Right? We, you know, you just kind of have to get used to ideas sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did you guys decide who was going to carry? Was that? That ever, was never even a conversation? conversation. No, because I didn't. I don't really want to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's seen mm-hmm. them come out too many times, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What kind of a doctor are you? A family doctor. But I do oh. like I've done in my residency and my medical training. I did obstetrics. All the stuff. And you do kind of everything. Yeah. yeah. And I've always wanted to. So that was an easy, easy decision. Yeah. Boom, bada boom, bada bing. That's how we're going to do it. And then yeah. you came around. How did you come around mm. to the idea of the bro? <laughs> the bro. The bro. I don't know. I mean, I, I think, think part right. of it was definitely like seeing my other brother donate sperm successfully and and like have that, you know, work mm-hmm. out in terms of like family dynamics. Because yeah. I think that was our biggest concern was just like, will this be weird? Will this like mess up our relationships? And I think also just like, you know, looking into sperm donors and yeah, that was and weird. It, it, it was hard and it's hard in Canada. Like it's, it's not, you can't a, just order sperm to your house. Like you have to go through a clinic. There's no, there's mm-hmm. a lot more barriers in place and a lot, it's more limited too in yeah. terms of like the options. And so we just kind of were like, well, look, we have this great option where we have really great relationships with my siblings. You yeah. Know, we know the family know. history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then also they'll be like genetically related to me as well. Not that that matters at all, but you know, it's kind of cool. But, but no, it's kind of, you know, cool. it's nice. It's nice for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And also um, cost like, yes, much less. It expensive. was, we saved so much money doing it the way we did it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it worked, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Because one of the reasons that you're on the podcast is because we did one episode where mm-hmm. somebody shipped fresh sperm and they did not have luck doing it. Yeah. And you were like, you were like, you know, I would love to talk about this. So can can you share how you went about that? Yeah. So I remember listening to that episode, like 
in the middle of trying to figure out shipping. And I'm a little bit obsessive. And I had like <laughs> scoured the internet. I had read everything that I could possibly find about test yoke buffer, which is the solution you send it in and like success stories. And there's not a lot out there. Like we were joining, I'm not even on Facebook. And I was like trying to get onto Facebook groups to try to like read other people's stories and like just find somebody who had had some success because I mean, if you can't see somebody else doing it, like it's hard to imagine it working. And we were like, are we wasting our time? Are we wasting our money? Like anyway, so. And by the way, that's why we created this podcast. Yeah. So that people yeah, exactly. hear these stories. Yeah. So I listened mm-hmm. to that episode and it was like a little bit disheartening to me because <laughs> they hadn't had any success. And it's mm. like, oh no, what are we doing? Because like, what does it cost to ship like one time? Like a couple hundred bucks? We did it a few different ways. So. When we were in the north, we sent to air cargo because you can't ship overnight to. There's no like Purolator. It anything. doesn't like that. To Purolator, um, to... Purolator is like FedEx. We don't yeah. know what that is. Okay, okay. sorry. Okay. FedEx. Oh. <laughs> okay, I thought it was like a, thought it was like a sperm percolator. I know. I was <laughs> like, is that a thing that keeps it cold? That's I was exactly like, what is that? What thinking. <laughs> we used air so, cargo. So we sent it on an airplane. Cargo. How much is that? Is that That expensive? was cheap. Yeah. No, it depends really? on the time. One to the other one. Yeah, I think it was like a like, was like 150 bucks or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was like 50 bucks. Yeah. But it was like more complicated because you had to go to like the air. Like my brother had to go to the airport. He had to go all the way to Ottawa. And he had to go all the way to Ottawa because there weren't flights from Montreal because of COVID. Because of COVID. Now this is is this like a commercial airplane or this is like yeah. a, a commercial? Small commercial. Yeah. So you go to the That's commercial. So crazy. Airport. Well, wait. What did your brother have to do? So you go to the commercial. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, to go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm shipping my sperm. <laughs> yeah. at so there the was desk? A, like, there was actually like a whole process that we had in place because normally there are flights. He lives in Montreal. Uh-huh. And normally there are flights from Montreal daily to Cali. But at the time, because of COVID, they were only going out of Ottawa, which is about two hours from Montreal. So he mm. would go to Ottawa, get a hotel, do his thing, drop it off do at the, the... And it was also first thing in the morning you had to be there at yeah, like 7 like, a.m. or something. Yeah. So that's why I needed the hotel. Jeez, yeah. This is a good... Br- I hope you got him a really nice... Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah. <laughs> He's special. He is. Um, and then sent he would send it on the airplane at like he'd drop it off like five and 45 in the morning or mm-hmm. something you, you you like go and you check in at the air you go like is it was it like delta or was it like <laughs> it was canadian north so because canadian north because there's like one airline and they're they do cargo on the same flights as the passenger like commercial planes because it's like mm-hmm. one and there's so much cargo going up there because a lot of it is air travel there's no roads to get to the north right that's what i was thinking yeah, yeah. So. so you go to the cargo place you don't go to like the commercial like the you don't place. go to the airport you don't go check in <laughs> for the flight yeah. yeah i love that jamie's biggest concern is where is he <laughs> checking in i would because i would be so stressed out so i'm just wondering you know what are the logistics i feel like justin is pretty like nonchalant about these things too like he would have just like gone up and been like i got some sperm to ship and yeah you know not cared what people <laughs> yeah yeah thought about it so i mean we did have to do a lot of like calling and the he airline. did a lot of calling and like being like oh so this is the situation how do yeah. i do this <laughs> at one point my mom called the airline <laughs> yeah oh my god it's like a family affair oh you like, have no idea literally everybody is involved in yeah. some way i feel like i had very little to do with making this baby but my siblings were like Sarah just paid for it's, it. Yeah. That was <laughs> Listen, that's an important role. <laughs> we didn't ask this. Both of your families obviously were on board. Yeah. Like, were oh, they on yeah. board from the start, yeah, yeah, from the yeah, get-go? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay, so so he went to the cargo area. He dropped it off. They put yeah. it on the plane. Yeah. Then you had to go to the airport to pick it up. Yeah. And it's in like, for lack of a better word, it's in like an incubator thingy. It's but it's, it's it like in a in cold like thing. A it's in a fridge thing. box with styrofoam, with styrofoam and an ice pack. That's it. And they all and they did crazy. keep it in the refrigerator, I think. Yeah. That first time. On yeah. And so the first time it yeah. was actually really good. We got it within like 10 hours or something of it being sent. Um can and you then, believe sperm can last this? Can you it believe can last days? Yeah, I, it, it can like, last up to 96 hours in this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. And so it didn't work the first time, but you you kept going. Right. So the first time we think we had a chemical pregnancy. I had like a 40 day cycle or something. Yeah. After. And like po- oh. a positive test. And like a questionably positive test, <laughs> followed uh-huh. by some negative tests, which are very expensive in the North. Yeah. Pregnancy oh, tests. really? Uh-huh. Everything. Really? Everything's expensive. Because everything's flying and oh. yeah. Right. And you're like, we're going to keep doing it this way. Did you have an idea of like, we're going to try this a few times, a handful of times? Yeah. Or because you're, because you're doing a little yeah. bit of science here. We were doing a lot of science. We initially kind of just were like, let's just try it a couple of times and see what happens. Because we mm-hmm. we knew that there was an end date to our time in the north. And we would we thought we would be able to get into the fertility clinics right away when we came south again. So we were like, let's just try it. Like, I think part of it was that my sister was pregnant and my best friend was pregnant at the same time mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. at that time. So... Yeah, we didn't really have like a number of times. No, in our mind, I think we were just gonna try a couple times and then and then see see what happened, which is what we did. So we tried that time chemical pregnancy. The second time, Air Cargo held our sperm for a week just because of like <gasps> staffing issues and they just oh. it, it was there was a backlog on. How did those phone calls go? Um, um, give me my sperm. Yeah, sperm. don't you understand that sperm? I need it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it Thanks. went. Hi, I have a package on the plane that just landed, and they were like, "Okay, don't call us; we'll call you." Like, oh. you know, they were. Yeah. But it's because oh, of COVID. But it's yeah. sperm, and it's dying. It died, it and I really died. My ovulation passed, yeah. and we didn't get to use it, and that's fine. Yeah, Ugh. we did those two when we were north, and then we moved back south, and we stopped for a bit too. At that point, and it, was, it was pretty stressful, it especially for Emily because she was tracking her cycle, and mm-hmm. we didn't know if like the timing, because you know there were certain days that you could ship on, and certain days you couldn't because it's yeah, there's not like an unlimited flight schedule, mm-hmm. so it would have to like work out and like mm-hmm. you know, wow, yeah, like it only went Monday, about. Wednesday, Thursday, or something. So like yeah, that, so like so. the weekend oh. you couldn't ship. That's so stressful. And during this time, you're, you know, you're tracking, you're doing all the stuff. Were you mm-hmm. taking supplements or doing anything else to just make sure that you had the best possible chances? Yeah, I mean, I was taking folic acid, I think. Yeah. And, like mm-hmm. doing like fertility yoga or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We're pretty pragmatic people. Like I wasn't trying any of the raspberry extra. leaf teas or any of that <laughs> extra stuff. You're not hippy dippy. No. Well, also you hadn't, you know, you did, you, you still thought it was probably going to work out. Yeah. And the first know. one yeah, we tried did, two times. Well, yeah. We had only at that point had one time really. And it had, the second yeah, time it had arguably worked. It just didn't stick. Right. So we were like, okay, well let's keep. And you were, you seemed to be ovulating. It. Like the tracking was like showing. Was yeah. Really, like, I was like taking my temperature every morning. Yeah. Peeing mm-hmm. on those. Body temperature. Yeah. Peeing on those sticks. 
peaks that tell you when your Mm -hmm. estrogen rises and then when your LH rises and like making sure Mm -hmm. that it was all good. And I like went to the doctor and got blood work done and like made sure that everything was good Mm -hmm. to go. Kind of the standard fertility stuff. Yeah. My sister and her partner were like, oh, they were like like, making models of my cycle. Yeah. Like putting things on Excel spreadsheets and like Sarah's sister is very into fertility. Yeah. So she's very into fertility awareness. Um, and so she okay. actually like did a lot of teaching as a form of birth, and, control. As a form of birth control, but also getting pregnant, you know, it works yeah, both ways. Yeah, um, yeah. So she like was really involved as well in terms of like helping with the tracking and um, I don't know if I could have this many people involved <laughs> in my private business like this. I love it though. Well, yeah. I mean, our family is just like very close. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what you get with quadruplets. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you so, marry yeah. a quadruplet, you marry them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why did okay. you move south? We we came back, yeah, south, which is Canada, <laughs> southern Canada, southern Canada, um, which is still pretty north because Sarah's finishing her training in Newfoundland, which is another remote-ish province of Canada. This one we've heard of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heard of that one. But so, did you move south before the third try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then the third try was at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. which we were supposed to be able to do that one in person because we were supposed to be able to come home. Um, and everybody, mm-hmm. my to brother the had come home. Like, everybody was home. We were going to get married. Or, both of our families, our media <laughs> families, everyone was back. And we were going to get married and then get pregnant. But then we weren't allowed to because provincial borders were closed. Because of COVID. Oh. Because of COVID. So wow. we had this thing called the Atlantic bubble, which was like Newfoundland, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, all MPEI. had like MPEI all had a mutual travel zone and it Uh got closed, got canceled right before we came south. So we weren't allowed to see our family. We weren't allowed to travel and we couldn't do our in-person. And it was also like, you could, you can enter, but you just have to isolate when you do it, Mm -hmm. which is what my siblings did when they came home. Um, but just what you weren't allowed, but I wasn't allowed because I, I had work, like I had residency. So I didn't, couldn't take like four weeks off to like isolate. So we didn't get to come home, which was a big bummer because you know, we hadn't seen anybody. I mean, it's the same story that everybody has from the pandemic, you know? So we did a shipment from New Brunswick to Newfoundland and that just didn't work. And are you doing all the same protocols in terms of the shipments? Are you changing anything with that? Or I think you- what changed is that like my whole family was involved in this because my brother was still <laughs> isolating, so he couldn't take it to the airport. So my parents took it. No, Actually, no my other brother, Alex took it. brought it. Yeah. My other brother took it because he's, he lives in the same town as my parents. So he, he was not isolating. He could go. But he had to like put it in a thing and drop it on the front porch. And then the parent had to pick it up and take it to the airport. And then it got shipped to you. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think and then was- and we were isolating at the time. And yeah, we had a friend had a go friend to pick it up at the airport and bring, bring it to us. us. Wow. I mean. It's like six degrees of your brother's sperm. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, if I have said it once. I'm going to say it again. Okay. (laughs) This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique. And that's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. Wow. Okay, everyone. That's aggressive. That's everyone. That's how much I love StoryWorth, Jamie. Okay, I do too. It's the online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's thoughtful and a meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Listen, I love StoryWorth too. And I love this for you and your loved ones. Here's how it works, you guys. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their pool of possible options. And so some of the questions are things, they're, they're things you've never thought to ask, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Mm-hmm. 
or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? I mean, I know what we'd want to find oh, out. I mean, what what's uh, if we're famous? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, anyway. Um, after one year, StoryWorth is going to compile all your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book, and then you'll be able to share, and you're going to reuse visit this for generations to come. I can't wait to get my sister's book. I mean, she's been working on it all year, and it, it's going to be right up there on my bookshelf next to our book. I mean, we're both writers now, she and I. I love that. I love that. And reading the weekly stories helps connect you with loved ones, no matter how near or far apart you are. We actually got an email from a listener telling us that they gifted it to their dad who was sick and it was his favorite mm -hmm. thing to do every week. And now they have his stories in a book for all times. I'm not crying. You're crying. That's what's happening. You're always crying. I know. We're all crying. <laughs> all right. Listen, with StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love the most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart, preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash OCT and save 10 bucks off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash OCT, and you're going to save $10 on your first purchase. I think it got too cold. Like, I don't yeah, think there was too much ice in someone it. Someone put snow in the box. I think that was my parents. To try to keep it. I think they thought it needed to be frozen. <laughs> they really were like, go, you know, they're really trying to help us. But I think. In the end. But yeah. there was like a bag of Aww. snow in the box. I think it froze the sample. You can't freeze the sample. It has to be like fridge temperature. Yeah. Huh. Which we learned how to do on the fourth shipment and third try, which Sarah's brother Justin was instrumental in additionally, because what he did is he took and he was back in Montreal at this point. Yeah. Okay. In in March. So we took some time off because I couldn't deal with it anymore. It's stressful. It's stressful. It's a lot. It's a lot. We were trying yeah. like every every like other month or every like three months or something. There's a lot of steps involved. Yeah. Also Every time we did it, we'd have to buy new vials of the egg yolk buffer. And the initial- The test yolk. The test yolk, test yolk yeah, that buffer. That's what it's called. Test yolk. I wrote it down. So we, we weren't smart and we didn't buy it. We didn't buy a bunch of it. We just bought it kind of as needed. Is it expensive? I think it was like, it's like $150 for two vials. And then it's cheaper, like if you get it in bulk. Like if you get like uh -huh. 10 vials. Because... And you can get like two samples out of one vial if you. Yeah, if you, really you can. You can get like two samples out of one vial. So um, just to be clear, that that's the stuff that your brother's putting his stuff into this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To keep and then, it. And, to and then it alive. feeds the sperm. It feeds oh. them. So it's kind so of it like. Them alive. The equivalent of like. It's sort of like cervical mucus. mucus. Yeah. Okay. So while it's in the thing, you, you don't have to like spin it or anything. You could just take it right out of the vial and put it in you. Yeah. For lack exactly. of a better word. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it, the information on how to do it is pretty readily available on the internet. There's a lot of how to do it, but there's not a lot of, hey, this worked for me. Like, yeah. Right. Efficacy. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Well, because, because where are you reporting it? You know what I yeah, mean? Like right. all the stats exist for us because we used a sperm bank and they're reporting out their data yeah, and they're right. for you. You got pregnant. You know it. Well, you didn't unless you went on and did a blog piece about it. The rest of the world has no idea you were successful. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or unless you came on a podcast like ours and told the world that you were successful doing <laughs> yeah. it this way. There you go. And then more and more people come to us and let us know that that worked yeah. for them as well. Mm -hmm. It's an so, invitation. That's an open invitation. And I think the key to why we were successful is because. Justin did these temperature control experiments with this fancy thermometer that he had that like tracked temperature over time. So he like figured out how to wrap it in the box to keep it at 
the specific temperature, like to keep it at three degrees. Yeah. Cause I think part of the issue was sometimes it would get too hours. cold. Right. Cause it was also winter for, you know, in Canada. So right. like the, right. it's not just, and, the, and those, and those cool. cargo holds are, are, are cool. freezing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't think the trucks are, I don't think they're like keeping this stuff, you know, heated on the back of the truck when no. they're shipping it either. Yeah. You know? So how would he wrap this up? And like, what wh- what would he put it in? So it's there in was, a box, but what's yeah. it in, in the box? So he put it in like a lunch bag, like you know those like, like, like a Ziploc, like no. the no no like a like a the cooler thermal, a cooler, cooler bag lunch bag that you bring oh, right, right, your lunch right. in as yep. a kid or whatever, but like a soft one that you can like mm-hmm. bundle yeah, up. Yeah. So he put it in okay. that. Um, but before he put it in that, he would also wrap it in like various dishcloths. Like I think he was just using stuff he had in his kitchen. But it was in like a vial, right? Like he would put yes, it in oh, a yeah. vial. Yeah. It's in a vial. Shaber, shaber. Yes. No, I mean, <laughs> just, uh, no, I'm starting to think he's right. I was like, he did it right into the towel. And he Those was like, have Velcro on them. There's this not staying in there. <laughs> yeah, no, it was no. in a little, it was in a very tiny little vial. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, okay. And then in the dishcloth, in the lunch bag. Yeah. In the bottom of this cooler box. And then he put an ice pack on top because you don't want it to be touching the vial because then it'll freeze. But if you mm-hmm. put it on top, then there's something about heat exchange that I don't fully understand. There were like foam pieces or sponge. There were sponges in between the oh, ice pack yeah. and the thing. Anyway, okay. he yeah. figured it out. But I think that's why we were successful because we also on the last try bought a microscope so that we could look and make sure that they were still alive because we were like are we are wasting our time reals? are we wasting our money so i would be it. so worried that just putting it even in the microscope i'd kill it like <laughs> well they well, didn't use all of it just all of it you just need just a tiny a little, little drop even that there's, there's so many yeah. of them in like the tiniest little yeah. teeny tiny drop so could you see okay. them yeah. did you see the sperm swimming mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there were they were like perfectly alive and I think I'd be so I'd be so creeped out I was at work when this happened so I didn't see them until like 24 hours after they had been shipped yeah by the time I got home from work the next evening and they were still moving they were still swimming yeah yeah Sarah was not home for any of the of the actual putting the sperm in my body Mm -hmm. I did it all on my own yeah, you did it on I your was, own. I was going to say, I thought maybe someone from your family came over to help, but I was like, <laughs> I'm drawing the line here. We're going to shut that one down. Yeah. But there has but, to be some boundaries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you use to inseminate yourself? Soft to use the technical discs. term. Soft oh, okay. discs. I've heard yeah, that's, that know, works. They're kind of like diva cups, but they're flatter. Mm-hmm. And they sit right up against your cervix. So you like put the sperm in there and then you put it in. Oh, right up I against haven't your heard cervix. this. I haven't heard of anybody Wait, using that. No. Oh, yeah. Pretty common, and so the and from there they just swim, and then they can the only go one way. Ah. Yeah. Did you put your legs in the air just to help them go down that way? I mean, yes, I did. I did whatever, whatever I could do, and then we. So we this time we also bought more buffer. We were like, okay, we're gonna buy extra for next time because you know we hadn't gotten calls from the fertility clinics. We'd we'd been referred to one. And we referred ourselves to another and we hadn't heard from anybody. And we were like, okay, we're going to buy extra buffer. And then we just decided to do three days in a row of shipment and insemination just to try to cover the bases. Because it's like, what if I ovulate? My ovulation was like sometimes day 15, sometimes day 18. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I Mm want to hit it all, make sure. I was so stressed. I remember my period wasn't coming. And I was like, I'm not going to ovulate in the week. It's going to be on a weekend. And then we're not going to get it. And we're going to. 
so stressful. But then it, I ended up ovulating on like a Wednesday or like the perfect. Yeah, it was great. It was the perfect day. day. That's great. March and 18th or something. Yeah. But he has to send three different shipments. So he sent to, for you to three do three separate days. Different shipments. And he actually sent four files of sperm. So the first two days wow. he sent one and the sec- and the last day he sent two. So we could do four inseminations. So I don't think we used the fourth wow. one. We did. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, She's like, oh, I, I, I used it. Put it all in there. Just in throw there. it in that there. That was the one where you were about to help and then you got called. Oh, yeah. I was on call. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, just like but, putting on the gloves I'm coming. <laughs> but I wanted but if you were able to like take some of the sperm and test it under the microscope couldn't you split some of these specimens up into different inseminations we could have but we figured like the earlier you use them like they're gonna survive better inside my body than they are in the fridge you know right mm-hmm. and if you had the option of actually yeah. just getting for fresh ones, why not? Exactly. Right. So that's okay. what we did. And I think that's when we used Pure Later, which is like a shipping company in Canada. Yeah. Which hilariously, my mom used to work for like many, <laughs> many, many decades ago. <laughs> so is she the one that called them and was like, there's sperm coming? <laughs> no, no, Sarah's sister called them and said, can we ship <laughs> sperm? And, this, and the lady on the phone, Tanya from Pure Later said, I don't think you should use our services. This sounds really important. Oh. <laughs> Rena, Sarah's sister, was like, "Well, you're kind of our only option." So I love how she was all like, mm. "I think she just felt like you know they can't guarantee like the delivery in 12 hours, like the overnight shipping. They're like sometimes there's weather or whatever." And she was like, "You know, yeah, I don't want Pure Later to mess this up." But in the end, Pure Later right. just yeah. did a great job. They, she they took this through. very seriously with her job. I yeah, thought you were yeah. going to say Tanya had a. a a homophobic kind of reaction yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone, reaction. everyone was like very very like supportive and on board every person All we the, talked like, to people that would have been yeah, yeah. there was melanie at palaire was very, very yeah she was helpful. lovely she was super helpful <laughs> Um, I feel like this great. is like a lifetime movie of a, a tiny village in it's the Christmas, snow it's coming together movie. for a Christmas baby. That's yeah, what this totally. feels like. This yeah. is such a Christmas movie. Because you're basically this. having almost a Christmas baby. Yeah, we totally and are. Everybody yeah. helps to bring the baby. Oh, my God. And I just love that you didn't, it's a, it's you a didn't movie. get any shade from anyone. That's great. We yeah, we've Starring never Kristen gotten Stewart. any shade. Yeah, we've been pretty we've, fortunate. We have Yeah, we... <laughs> Kristen Stewart and Sandra Bullock. That is not a good pairing. And Sandy. And Sandy, as I like to call her. Yeah. Well, I guess we should actually use real gays. I mean, uh, queers. Uh, Kristen's a gay and Sandy is is my honorary and you leave Sandy Bullock alone right now. (laughs) Okay, Jamie, before we go any further, I have to say that If These Ovaries Could Talk is supported by First Republic Bank. With a best-in-class banking app that allows you to bank anywhere, anytime, and a dedicated personal banker when you need one-on-one service, First Republic is uniquely positioned to offer the best of both worlds. With this combination of personal attention and convenience, it's no wonder that First Republic Bank has a client satisfaction rating two times the industry average. So whether you're opening a personal line of credit or planning for your retirement, you can count on First Republic to be there for you every step of the way. Visit firstrepublic.com today to learn more. That's firstrepublic.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I've always wanted to say that. You got to say it. That's awesome. (laughs) So 
sixth time was the charm. Well, yeah, fourth shipment, third try. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Were really you guys lucky. shocked? <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah. I would have been shocked. I was shocked. I mean, I I had a feeling that it was that it was more of a possibility this time just because we'd seen them swimming under the microscope. Like we knew that. Well, I actually didn't get LH surge that yeah. cycle. So we were like, did I even ovulate? But my temperature mm. had done the temperature rise thing. And and so it looked like I'd ovulated on like the second day, which is ideal. And, and we knew that they were alive, which gave me some peace yeah, of mind. Yeah, that was definitely reassuring. Um, and we had extra buffer for the first time. Like we never bought extra buffer. And then we have so- <laughs> the time that we bought extra buffer. It's in, it's still and in that's Justin's how it always works. Like. So that's how it works. Can yeah. you keep it forever? No, it's a, I think it expires after a year. Oh, because so I was going to say you could hold on to it for a sibling if there's one in the... Or I for mean- the end of our Lifetime movie, you <laughs> give the buffer to your next door neighbor with a wink, and then she goes off and gets pregnant. I'm that's just saying. Good. That's just saying that's good. the end of our movie. <laughs> yeah. um, was there a moment where you, were you guys thinking of amping it up? Like, were you like, I'm tired, this is too stressful? Mm-hmm. Or were you just like, were you yeah. getting to that point? We weren't even going to do that cycle because. Yeah, after the Christmas one, you had been, you I were was like, like, I can't do this too anymore. much. I can't do this. Like, we're just going to wait till we're back in the same, in a place like where we can, you know, either travel to Justin, yeah. he can travel to us. Like, or like get for, like, I don't know why I thought a fertility clinic would be less stressful, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I think well, the way we they're have... they're taking care of this stuff for you at a fertility yeah. clinic. You had it, it was all on your shoulders, and yeah. that's really that's a hard. You know, they say try not to stress when you're trying to make a baby, and that's kind of stressful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had actually so. reached out to clinics and been like, "Can we have Justin go donate sperm, and then you freeze it and send it to us? Like, is there a way to do this that's like more legit?" Turns out, shipping fresh sperm actually is better than shipping frozen sperm more of it survives yeah in, in canada is there if if your brother does go bank sperm for you does is there that like quarantine period like there's in the u.s there and all that to stuff be. too yeah there used to be a six no quarantine but now exists. if you use a, no, a known donor you can waive the the quarantine oh, cool. oh i'm pretty wow. sure the laws have changed a little yeah. bit yeah and we were looking into this the laws were like about to change yeah and are you thinking about good. banking any for future kids? I mean, I, you haven't even had this first I mean, baby, and I'm already in your butt about the second. <laughs> Let's but. see what the first one does. To and my I body think, first. I mean, hopefully, co- you know, COVID stuff will not continue. Yeah. For yeah. By the time we're having, if we're we also have haven't talked to Justin about like whether or not he'd be down to yeah. donate again yeah. or whatever. So right. Yeah. So you got pregnant. Yeah. Very excited. Like, congratulations! It's so exciting. Yeah. Have you guys done anything in regards to the donor? Like, do you have a donor contract mm-hmm. with yeah. Justin? Yeah. Yeah. So we. What does that look like? We got a known, what, a known donor agreement. We by just went a lawyer, to a lawyer who, and she drew it up. Who we, who we like knew because we live in a very small town. And so we like went in and we were like, oh, hey, we know you. And then she did it for us for free, which was really, really kind. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And were you able, you were able to kind of tailor it to, to how you want and family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. how we did it. Because normally you get a known donor agreement, I guess, before you start. <laughs> and we waited until like August. So. So you were already pregnant. We, I was already yeah. like halfway through. And yeah. And we're, we're not worried. Like we have no. 
fears that Justin's gonna like try to take her kid or something, but it also protects him too. So yeah, we yeah. we got that drawn and up. Do you? That's all yeah. Do you have to do? Se- you have to do second parent adoption then, Sarah? No, I mean hopefully no? not. So in New Brunswick, there are no laws about like there are the parental laws are just very vague. Like there's not really oh, not really a, a law that exists. Um, there's li- literally nothing. Like written literally about it. nothing. Like. So essentially it's kind of open to whoever registers our baby, like at the hospital, at the hospital if they'll put both of our names on the birth certificate. If so, then legally that's, that's good enough. enough. Like we don't need to adopt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But you know, you know what we're going to say to you too, right? It think, Not good enough. I think it's, well, I, I think it's just different Canada, in Canada. It is. I is was it? concerned because you're right. I've heard of a lot of, cause like if you travel, internationally yeah, that's true. or i mean it's like just, just look into it the mother but, and me is just saying just look into yeah, it i mean we yeah. did we did talk to our lawyer about it and she said that as long as we're both on the birth certificate that's very like because you proof have to, of parentage as well as proof of birth in canada yeah. yeah that's good to know i mean that's great that it yeah. should be that way everywhere i guess yeah mm-hmm. you know the the yeah. annoying thing was when we were in newfoundland there was like some sort of weird rule that if sarah was a man she wouldn't have to adopt do a second parent adoption if we used a sperm donor because she could have been the father but because she was a woman she would have to yeah but do the not adoption. because i mean not i mean obviously it is a homophobic law yeah at baseline mm-hmm. but it's it's just a law that is outdated and hasn't been updated because yeah. there mm-hmm. aren't yeah. uh, like there isn't a big enough group of people lobbying for it to be changed because yeah. in other provinces in canada that law has been changed mm-hmm. and now like, and you know, it's more like intended parents as opposed to mm-hmm. um, yeah. Like the genetic yeah. parents for, for everybody, not just. Um, and it's just so different province to province. Like, yeah, nobody can agree on anything, but yeah. So we right. may, we may still do the second period adoption, but I should be like, theoretically I should be on the baby's birth certificate without any. Issues. Yeah. And I looked up New Brunswick birth certificates and it says um, mother. And then father slash parent. So well, that's hopefully, good too. hopefully okay. that is, yeah. What is Justin going to be called? Have you thought about that? Uncle Jay. Yeah, Uncle Jay. Uncle Jay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. Oh, I love this. Well, you'll have to come <laughs> back or maybe come on the live stream after you have the baby and you have to, we'll do a where are they now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. And it'll yeah. just be like a baby crying and you two going, I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> yeah. And then Jamie and I being like, we thought this was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. We, I mean, we wish you all the best. And, you know, we hope the delivery goes smooth and you. you have a beautiful, healthy baby when you're done. And we are so happy for you. And thank you so much for reaching out yeah. and telling us this story because everybody's going to want to know. I mean, people need to know that yes. it can work. It can yes. work. It works. Um, you just have to have the right it's donor. A miracle. <laughs> Love <Right>. it. <laughs> well, you thank need you a so much. Brother yeah. donor. Yeah. And a very <laughs> no, large family to, to drop and the sperm yeah. off and pick it up. It takes a village. It's not only to raise a child, but also to make one in our case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's by the way, that's the name of our that's the name of our holiday special. It takes, it a, takes village. a village. Oh my god, it's perfect. I think it's we need happened. to start. It's happening. I don't it's know happening. why all of a sudden we're we're writing something new. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Oh, those two, they were not giving up, Jamie. Nope, nope. And neither were their families. And I love it. Oh, I love, I love it. it. I love it. Uh, oh, and, and we've got a clip from 
the brother, who's the donor. Let's, mm-hmm. let's take a listen, shall we? Hi. We started our sort of process of shipping donations, and I was starting to put my problem solver hat on to be like, oh, okay, so like a lot of these conditions are out of our control. What things can we monitor or track in terms of the shipping process to help improve our chances of of this working? And yeah, one thing I, I realized was like, we could track the temperature inside of the cooler that we were shipping it in. One thing I did have were these digital temperature sensors that I put inside of the cooler um, and then track the temperature at certain intervals, uh, say like every, I think I was doing it every 30 minutes so that I could sort of with like fairly reasonable accuracy uh, tell what was the situation inside the cooler (laughs) Uh, when the cooler was stationary inside my apartment. And basically the next question was like, what is the ideal temperature range for our dear sperm donation and the test yolk buffer in this cooler? Like, uh, the literature that came with the test yolk buffer was just kind of like place like vial with ice pack and cooler and ship overnight. Like it wasn't very specific, but I was able to find online uh, like a spec sheet from manufacturer of test yolk buffer, much more specific, which was very helpful. They were like, it should be kept between two degrees and eight degrees Celsius. So I was like, okay, that gives us something to work with. Right away, I knew like I didn't want the vial right on the ice pack because uh, it is frozen. The vial is just thin glass. And I done experiments with water that froze right away. Like uh, sperm is more salty and probably freezes a little bit at a lower temperature. But anyways, so I made a kind of like a donut out of a sponge. So picture like a large sponge that I kind of cut holes in around, um, but kept little ties in the middle so the middle wouldn't fall out. Anyways, if you're following, the sponge remained about the thickness of the inside of the cooler, so about three inches. And inside the donut, I cut a little sliver where I placed the vial or the temperature sensor. Um, And that kind of kept it afloat off of the ice pack, but with airflow passing on either side of the holes of the donut so that still some nice cool air would help keep it kind of cold. And then I placed between my sponge donut and the ice pack some little uh, scrounging pads uh, so that it kind of, yeah, it blocked some of that direct intense cold, cold temperature (laughs) from going right to the vial. I'd been doing my experiment inside. However, we couldn't necessarily count on the cooler box always being inside. The only thing I did to try to help with the fact that the outside temperature was going to be possibly colder than what we wanted was just place a lot of insulation like paper and those microfiber um, cloths. I like shoved as many as I could on top and then taped that closed. And yeah, so I guess, yeah, it was that shipment after all those experiments where eventually the insemination worked and so that's a very exciting phone call anyways so, so yeah hopefully this this information can help anyone else who's doing this diy all right that's all for me thank you oh that was so oh. good so good what a family yeah. right i know just the best but listen our next live stream is this Thursday, December 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern. And this, we've got a special treat for you. You do not want to miss this episode. Oh my God, you guys. We have a doctor from California Cryobank who's joining us. You want to be there at 4 p.m. Eastern, like on our YouTube page or our Facebook page, because bring all your questions. When do you get you to talk to questions. a doctor from the sperm bank? And let's be honest, Robin and I don't always ask no, all the questions. Never. We can't. We can't <laughs> so get you need well. to come and prepare yes. some questions for this doctor because we want to know everything about this bank. Do we yes, not? Yes, everything. Not? I want to know everything about the bank. And keep in mind, if you can't make it, you can catch it on our YouTube page after. So it, it's all the info yeah. is going to be there for you. 
Okay, Jamie, let's keep this conversation going. Okay. Join us on the social and you can send us questions that you'd like yes, us to ask. Yes, it's a great idea. Doctor. Yeah. Um, we are Ovaries Talk on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the TikTok. If these ovaries could talk on YouTube, you're going to find all of our past live streams there. It's like, yep. a, it's, it's a library. You can also support our podcast and join our community on patreon.com slash ovaries talk. And that's where you're going to get that bonus content. And it's good stuff. I that's think. right. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to our sponsors, Tushy, First Republic Bank, and StoryWorth. And a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are already helping us make the show. We thank you for the holidays. We thank you all year round. Just thank you, thank you, thank you. And just thank you all. Thank you. Helen, just say thanks. It's not that hard. Oh, I know. All right. Thanks. All right. Helen. Ovaries. Helen's not real. She's so real. Out. She's not real. Out, 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 out. If these ovaries could talk, they would say. Eggs, ovaries, out. <laughs>